When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hoop Ballers! Welcome back to another episode and another edition of Today in Sports Betting. I'm your host. Devin Ellington, or at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. And this is a hoop-ball.com presentation, as always. Go check out the uh, new premium content over there on the site. Check out the free content. It's abundant. And then join the family any which way, you know, with the fantasy basketball advice, with the wager pass, with the DFS pass, hoopball360. You know, we got some really awesome content that you should be taking advantage of either way. And uh, this podcast is one of those. So welcome. And uh, today's show is going to be awesome. I've got a really awesome guest here today that I'm excited to have on and to pick the brain of. Um, I've beaten it down a couple times, but we know that I love my Big 12 and uh, I kind of live in the heart of America. So love the Midwest stuff and I love the Big 12. So today's show is going to be geared again uh, towards that. Before I unravel all that, need to talk about manscaped.com. Go over there, use the promo code HOOPBALL20, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. Get free shipping and then 20% off of all those new products that they're churning out. Got the Weed Whacker, Lawnmower 3.0, both with great battery life, lithium battery on the Weed Whacker to get the nostril hairs and the ear hairs and all the stuff that you don't want to tug. Use promo code HoopBall20 over on manscaped.com. You're going to get that free shipping, like I said, 20% off on some great products. Get your lawn mowed. All right. Well, I kind of don't want to keep doing all the drawn out stuff anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and get the guest in today. It's someone's work that I appreciate, the affiliate he's with, the, the platform that he's under or, you know, with. It just... There's, I, I honestly don't think there's anything like it if you need Big 12 content. So that's where they stuck out for me was with the podcast and then the work that, um, oh gosh, sorry, I'm spilling all the beans. All right, never mind. Uh, all right, so today we got Derek Duke, at Derek Duke 25 on Twitter. Uh, he's located out in Castroville, Texas. Like I said, heartlandcollegesports.com. Covers the Big 12 for at heartland underscore CS. Derek, thanks again, man, and uh, sorry for the long-winded intro. I'm just excited. Oh, no worries, man. I, I appreciate you having me on the show, and uh, I always appreciate anybody that, uh, you know, enjoys what we do as far as, you know, Heartland College Sports and covering the Big 12, and uh, that's, what we're, that's what we're here for, to, you know, provide everybody great Big 12 content and, you know, the people we get to meet and, and talk to that appreciate our work. 
uh, it's always unbelievable. We always get great feedback uh, from from everybody who reads or listens or whatever. So uh, we do greatly appreciate uh, all of our readers and listeners. Yeah, and you know, just to be a little more selfish here and talk about myself, um, I became really familiar with you guys uh, with my time in Kansas City. You know, I've lived all up and down the Midwest, and um, you know, I was looking for some really great. Uh, off-season college football, you know, curators, and you guys were the ones that popped up for me a couple years ago, and that's how I got real popularized and familiarized with you. Um, So, yeah, thank you for that. Like you said, top-notch Big 12 content. Um, It's hard to really nail down a niche and then do it at an elite level, Um, so I commend you guys for that 100%. Oh, for sure. Thank you. We really do appreciate that. you know, we, we do it for out of the love of the Big 12. You know, this thing didn't start off nearly what it is today. Um, but years ago, you know, Pete had a, had a vision of this thing, you know, just trying to steadily grow it. But, you know, finding that small niche community really that who really loves the Big 12. And it's kind of like no matter what, you know, team you root for or whatever, you kind of are always looking around the conference and there really wasn't that coverage of the big 12 that he necessarily felt that was you know great out there and so he started his own website and it you know it really took off and uh really made it what it is today but like i said you know it's always the uh without readers or or listeners you know websites and podcasts aren't a whole lot i mean obviously it's always great to have podcasts and content but when you have people really uh supporting it and backing it uh that's always a great feeling well, yeah, I'm sure uh, you and Pete, you know, alike understand the, the grinds and the aspects of it that it takes to uh, not only just do content, but do it at a high level and make sure that you're putting your best stuff out there. And, uh, you know, so I had a couple of questions for you. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about the Heartland um, thing, but, you know, before that, you know, Obviously, there wasn't always Heartland for you, or maybe there was. I don't know. That's why I'm asking these questions. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when did you first take root in the belief that you were going to cover the Big 12, you know, solely as a conference or, you know, out of your true passion? Well, I, I started back in the 2016 season uh, for Pete. Um, at that time, I think Pete said the website was maybe, I don't know, maybe a year or two old at that time, but it was very small. Um, he had obviously he had a ton of help back then with writers, but I don't think he necessarily found his group that he was maybe looking for and ready to continue to continuously move on with. Um, in 2016, I kind of just really dabbled in and I was kind of maybe writing uh, a preview week here and there. We kind of did a game of the week. And then from there, it really just snowballed. Uh, 2017 got a little bit more involved with the with the website and then 2018 2019 now we're in 2020 and 2021 now so uh it's kind of really just had a snowball effect as far as content goes but uh, i really started back in 2016 and uh, i'm not really sure who was uh reading back then it was i could probably count on my fingers how many people are reading my previews back then but uh that that was really our my first season with heartland uh, but pete i think started at either back in 2014 or 2015 um and that was really kind of you know, like I mentioned earlier, he didn't feel like there was great coverage of the conference. 
And he wanted to provide that because of his passion for the Big 12. And uh, I feel like I had the same passion as him. And uh, I really enjoy what I do. And if, if you always really enjoy, if you enjoy something that you do, you're never really working, if that, if that kind of makes sense. So um, I, I really do like uh, writing for Heartland. Uh, sometimes I help on the podcast and whatnot, but uh, Pete's got that thing running, uh, running like a hot stove. So uh, credit all to him, but um, uh, I do what I can to help out. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm going to steal a phrase from a couple of our Australian um, Aussie contributors, and they say that uh, it's going off like a frog in a sock. So that's <laughs> that's what you guys are doing. Maybe I, I mean probably two socks to be honest. So um, just to piggyback your answer for and you know your retort on that first question into my second question and use it as a segue. Uh, you know, you spoke on your experience so far and the timeline of your experience with Heartland Sports. So, you know, it's like you were reading my mind, but what has your experience with Heartland Sports been like so far? I mean, it sounds like you've enjoyed it thoroughly. And then also, what is it you enjoy most about curating content for a Big 12 specific platform? I think the the question or answer for me is a little bit connected. Um, due to obviously, you know, mentioned Pete Mundo, who owns and operates Heartland College Sports. Um, He's been great for me. He's the guy that gave me the, you know, my first shot at actually writing for a website. Like I said, back then, it it, it probably really wasn't much. Like I said, I could probably count on my fingers how many people were probably reading our work daily. But um, he's the one that gave me my first shot. And, you know, he's kind of helped mold, uh, mold my writing style. You know, everybody on our staff has a different kind of style. Uh, he always talks about my style being more of a, a sit down in a bar and have a beer kind of style, uh, you know, kind of just shooting the, shooting the, you know, what talking sports. And that, that's how I always, you know, enjoyed myself is definitely, you know, a kind of a sports bar kind of conversation. I really do enjoy that, but he's helped me, you know, kind of mold myself in a different, you know, I guess you would say shapes and forms of writing, you know, from, you know, storylines, different angles that you can take all those types of things. But I think the main thing why I enjoy really what I do, number one, obviously, is the, the love I have for the conference of the Big 12. I mean, for me, it's all about football. For some people, it may be basketball, baseball, whatever it may be. Um, but I really do appreciate watching all these all these different football games that we have every week. And, you know, obviously, great teams help that conference, obviously, and, and help your love for the sport. Uh, but, you know, good or bad, I always I always love to watch football no matter what. I think that's the, number, the main thing for me. But... I think it starts and ends kind of with Pete, uh, my relationship with Pete. I don't know how many people, when you have a boss, you're really able to, to speak to. Obviously, if you're in a huge company, you're how, how often are you really going to speak to the owner? It's more that small niche community. Uh, we have a very small staff and we have a great staff at that. So for me, I get to have daily interactions with Pete. I get to have my input, my say, and he values that. And, and it's not often in a company that you have your the owner of the company value really what employees say a whole lot of times. So, uh, and, and the best thing about it is, you know, he lets us kind of do really whatever we want. I mean, if I want to write about this, I get to write about this. If I want to write about that, I get to write about that. So I think really just the creative, uh, there is really no limit. Uh, to the creativeness with a website. And I think that's what I enjoy so much. I mean, sure, obviously there are baseline topics you got to cover, but there's some times where, you know, if I have an idea and I want to write about it, he's, you know, he's, he's all for it. So I think to me, that's the best part about what I do 
is the freedom of writing that I get to do. That does sound joyous. And honestly, um, you know, and, and again, you know, this is Derek Duke with Heartland College Sports. But, you know, we keep referencing Pete and Pete Mundo. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, because you and I, you know, we're, we're pretty big, big 12 junkies. You know, I've got, you know, there's some listeners I know of and interact with that are in Canada. And, you know, there's some that are not in the big 12 country or the heartland. So it, we need to, I think, you know, talk a little more about Pete, I guess, you know, and we've talked about him being the founder of Heartland Sports and such, but one, one thing that I really appreciated about uh, Mr. Mundo was the fact that he's not just thriving and pumping his heart and belief in the Heartland, but he's also on AM radio, like bright and early, I think it's like six or seven in the morning, like every, every weekday, if I remember right. And I'm a, I'm an AM radio junkie as well. So that, you know, I came across Pete there heard about Heartland, you know, through his uh, broadcasts. So again, it's another small love of mine and that's AM radio, something I would eventually love to dabble in or, you know, maybe have a small AM radio station myself. So I appreciated his work there. And then also as a big 12 aficionado. So great work from both of you guys, that's for sure. Oh, we do greatly appreciate it. And you, you mentioned Pete and, you know, he, I don't know, you know, if he's really said this story much, but he's he's a guy that's really grinded probably more than a lot more than I have or a lot of other guys in our staff have. I mean, he I remember his days, you know, he told me he started out in Woodward, Oklahoma. I can't remember the uh, radio affiliate. I do apologize. But, you know, he started in, you know, small town Oklahoma radio. And then uh, when I first met him, I believe he was with, you know, Sports Illustrated and CBS Sports doing radio up in right, New York right. City. Yeah. And, and, and now he's got his gig in Kansas city. So all, all seems to be doing well for him and um, just really happy for him. You know, maybe wish he could have went to Dallas or something like that, but Kansas city, great spot. Obviously the big 12 basketball tournament conference championship is always there uh, every year. So it's a really, he's really centralized. And I think it's a really great fit for him there in Kansas city. Yeah, absolutely. That was a, you know, perfect landing spot as far as that's concerned in the big 12 tournament every year being there. Um, and so I wanted to, uh, speaking of the big 12 tournament, you know, there's been tons and tons and tons of phenomenal matchups or games or upsets or incredible runs in that tournament. Um, I want to talk about, some specific big 12 memories that maybe you've got that maybe you've written about or covered that you really, you know, just appreciated the event of happening. And, you know, for me, I, like I said, I'm a huge giddy uh, fan of the big 12 growing up in Oklahoma, we didn't have professional teams. So it was college sports and a lot of football yeah. for me. So I'm just going to throw a random one out there. Um, Javorski lane when he was playing for Texas A&M, I really appreciated him being a big bodied running back. And that's how I kind of became a little bit more uh, familiar with, you know, like Jerome Bettis and some of the bigger guys in the NFL at that time. Oh, for sure. Um, I, you know, it's pretty crazy. You mentioned that name. That's a, a real true throwback, especially when it comes to A&M. I actually got to meet Javorski uh, when I was a when I was a younger boy, uh, went to an A and M. I think it was a spring game or something like that years ago. But uh, anyways, we had a connection 
um, with one of our coaches who had a con connection with Coach Fran back in the day. And at that time, uh, Coach Franchoni was uh, at A&M. So I actually got to meet him, uh, and he was a very large human being. It was almost like uh, I would call it a lineman running the football. But, yeah, I mean, there's definitely – I feel like everybody has those players that they remember, and it may not necessarily be from their favorite team. Obviously, uh, if you're maybe a Texas fan, you think about Colt McCoy or, or Vince Young, or if you're Oklahoma, you think about you know guys previously like Baker, Kyler, maybe a Jason White, uh, Adrian Peterson. So we all have those uh, Big 12 players that are kind of nostalgic for everybody. Um, probably for me, I would probably say, you know, Nadamakan Sue's up there, Vince Ooh, Young, yeah. obviously. Um, Adrian Peterson, who I just mentioned, uh, we've had some great quarterbacks at Oklahoma over the past couple of years ba with Baker and, and uh, Kyler winning the Heisman most recently. So there's been some very high profile names that we've seen over the conference over the years. Um, we probably missing some Brandon Whedon, uh, Justin Blackman, maybe one of the best receivers uh, in college sports history. So there, there's plenty of names, especially on the offensive side of the football. And, and when it comes to the Big 12, and I think everybody, like I said, has their favorite players, but there's just really so many. I, I think it'd really be hard for me to pick just maybe one player out of that group. Yeah, you know, it'd be dang near impossible. So I'm not going to even attempt to task you with that. You know, I know I wouldn't be able to do it myself. Um, you know, good call on the Dominican Sioux. A lot of people forget, you know, Nebraska, uh, you know, not, not too long ago, they were in the in the Big 12. So, um. You know, I, I grew up an Oklahoma State fan. Sounds like you're a Sooners fan, I believe. Um, you know, I, I love Bedlam. Bedlam's one of the most fun, single-handed, you know, just sporting events that I partake in viewership, you know, on a yearly basis. Um, some of the players that you guys have had, I, I absolutely adore them. You know, I, I, I know he didn't get a lot of love, but we forget what Trevor Knight did in 2016. Um, and then pr prior to him, uh, a lot of folks just really don't know who this guy is. And the only reason I do is because I lived in Oklahoma. But Rhett Bomar, I loved Rhett Bomar. Um, he was short-lived, obviously, but he, he was exciting. Yeah, uh, I don't really remember much of the Rhett Bomar days. And I guess I, I should tell everybody that I, do, I don't really have, I guess you would say, a Big 12 team. I try to stay as unbiased as I can. Uh, I think maybe very few people that probably know me could probably tell my favorite Big 12 team. I try not not to ever give it away if I can. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Rhett, uh, God, that's now we're talking what early 2000s. So it's really before the run of the SEC as I can think of. And I think right. the SEC reign started, if I want to say in 06. With when the, Saban came back to Bama. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and with urban coming to Florida. Florida. So yeah. that those were some of the better days. Obviously, Oklahoma had some great teams back then. Uh, the only problem is, if I remember correctly, was the they ran smack dab in the middle of the USC years. I can remember that Orange oh, yeah. Bowl game. Well, they, they that, what it was 45 to some. Oh, it was a it, it was definitely ugly. And it took a uh, uh, heroic performance by Vince Young to really knock that uh, USC dynasty um really to its knees and they've really never recovered since then uh, but then again texas really hasn't recovered much since then either right yeah um you know 2012 i believe it was 2011 maybe uh losing the bama in that national title game 
being their most recent appearance. But man, that that Rose Bowl game, um, I remember watching that. You know, I, I want to say I was in middle school and uh, it just kept going and it kept coming down to, you know, each one of those last little plays. And then Vince Young, you know, scampers on to the right side towards the right pylon in the corner of the end zone for the, you know, the victory. So that was a very, very good, exciting game. And yeah, like you said, bringing the USC Trojan dynasty to its uh, proverbial knees. So um, as far as, you know, players, you know, historically speaking, they're just, there's an abundance of them in the big 12 and, there's been some really phenomenal teams as of late, you know, specifically with OU uh, having some of those teams they put together. And, you know, you touched on it because I kind of threw it out there. The fact of, you know, the unbiasedness, you know, the team colorless glasses, you know, I think is how you put it in your, your Twitter uh, bio. And that's another thing that is very very awesome about Heartland and y'all in my opinion is the fact that you take this core you know this group of teams that you're covering very specifically for your niche and your market but each week and each year and each month you know you're still remaining you know even though you may become more excited about a team in the offseason or you might just really start falling in love for a team you know you guys do a really good job at making sure to uh, compartmentalize that you know if, if that makes sense. Well, for sure. I, obviously, I think we only have one guy on staff, uh, and he'll tell you right up front that he is an Oklahoma State fan, and that, that's our very own Dave Beal uh, oh, out of yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. So he, he does a great job of, of covering anything Oklahoma State for us. He's always in the know-how uh, with anything that comes out of Stillwater. So he does, he does a really great job for us. But, yeah, I mean, all of us really try to kind of wear the same hat, and I think everybody talks about wearing different types of hats for different types of teams. But I think for me, I think I try to wear the same hat all the time. And I try to tell you how I think I feel, no matter necessarily the team or the player behind uh, my explanation. So, for instance, you know, if I think Kansas is bad, I'm going to tell you straight up Kansas is bad. I'm not going to I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for you. I'm just going to kind of tell you how I feel. And I'm going to try to be as honest with you as possible, uh, whether it's through my writing or, you know, if I tweet something. it's kind of just what I'm thinking at the moment. Uh, Obviously uh, you can be wrong with how you feel with things. I've certainly experienced that over the years, uh, feeling one way or thinking this about a team and then something completely uh, different happens, Uh, but that's expected and you got to own up to your mistakes. But um, no, I, I try to just tell you how it is. And I think that's what people appreciate the most. Uh, Now with that said, I I have gotten called probably everything in the book uh, from Probably, every, I think outside of Kansas, uh, that's probably the only team I have not been called a homer for, uh, or the Kansas Jayhawks. But for for obvious reasons, because they haven't won much on the football field in a long, long time. Yeah, uh, Todd Reesing, um, guys, if that name rings a bell. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have not done anything in a very long time, and like you said, yeah, Kansas is bad. Don't don't let anyone fool you, y'all. Uh, just because Les Miles came there, you know, that that's a bad, bad place to be right now to go play football. But, um, you know, there's been kind of like a change 
uh, in the Big 12. And I think some more change is probably going to happen here in the next couple of years, some coaches on their way out. One being Mike Gundy. I think Mike Gundy's only got a couple of years left on the Oklahoma State shelf life. Is this something that, you know, within Heartland Sports that you guys throw around as far as, you know, what coaches may or may not be in the landscape of the upcoming Big 12 conference, you know, uh, model, you know, the picture? Well, yeah, obviously coaching kind of comes and goes. We've, we've seen quite a few coaching changes over the years, uh, for better or for worse in that case. But uh, Mike Gundy's been one of the few coaches that have been at Oklahoma State for a long time. He's been in the conference since we've been covering the conference. Uh, you know, along with guys like, you know, Gary Patterson, obviously, is one I can think of off the top of my head. Other than that, I think everybody's pretty much changed. Bill Snyder was in the conference for a very long time, but uh, you mentioned Mike Gundy. I, I think there's a very mixed opinion on Gundy. Um, and to me, it, it's kind of like that saying, is the grass greener on the other side? Because we know what Mike Gundy does. Over the last, what, eight to ten years, I think he's got – a top 10 program in terms of winning percentage. Uh, now recruiting, obviously it's not up to par necessarily what it should be given the success they've had on the football field. And I think that's why it really upsets a lot of fans because they feel like they should be competing more. And they're one of the few teams in the big 12 over the last few years that have not competed uh, or played in the conference title game. And I think that's been another, um, I guess, kind of blemish on Mike Gundy's resume there. So it really just depends how you feel. Are you willing to take a risk for maybe a higher profile coach or a coach that can maybe take you to the next level? Or are you satisfied of what the Cowboys are right now? Kind of that upper tier Big 12, but are you afraid that if Mike Gundy leaves, are you going to start sliding towards the bottom? So I, I think it comes to kind of a risk slash reward kind of thing. And depending on what side of the fence you're on about that is probably how you feel about Mike Gundy. At this point, I'm a little bit more reserved about him. I feel like he should probably stay there for a couple more years until – I think there's some things that's going to have to happen with them. Obviously, I can get into more detail about the Oklahoma State, you know, their team specifically and their quarterback situation with Spencer Sanders. Um, if they get better quarterback play this past season, there's no doubt in my mind they're playing for a Big 12 title. Now, whether they win a Big 12 title this past year, I'm not sure if they would have or not. But I think it really starts with the quarterback for him. And since Mason Rudolph left, they really haven't found that guy that's been that steady rock for them. And when they find that, I think they'll continue to get better. Obviously, Jim Knowles, their defensive coordinator there, has done a tremendous job of turning around things on the defensive side of the football. They've got that side of the figured out, but it's just the offense that needs some more tweaking. Uh, but like I said, the overall consensus on Gundy's kind of out there. You're either on one side of the fence or the other. I I'm probably more in the middle of that conversation. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, you know, this just plain model of consistency, I would say, for the Big 12 um, obviously, we've had a lot of turnover within the conference. 
after the Baylor thing, you know, Art Bryles left. He had been at Baylor for a few good years. And then, you know, obviously you mentioned Gary Patterson, uh, Matt Brown being out of the conference for what? I mean, five years now, man. Uh, Bob Stoops suddenly retiring. That was, you know, kind of crazy. But um, nonetheless, the coaching, like you said, it comes in and out. And uh, the the job that Knowles has done on the defensive side of that Oklahoma State team, um, you talked about it, but I just wanted to second it <laughs> a little more. Um, he, he's had some really good success, you know, out with Duke. And then, you know, he kind of brought that ACC style of linebacking play here to the Big 12. I think that's where the successes kind of come from in that system that he brought over. But um, – you know, I, I like the coaching hire that Kansas State made here in the last offseason, getting a, you know, North Dakota State coach uh, is a little exciting. Kind of a parallel move for the Big 12, you know, a- atmosphere of who they are, kind of smaller, big schools. So I really like that fit with that coach. And, um, you know, it's it's exciting. Do you, you, you mentioned the quarterback decision do, do you think that the quarterback for Oklahoma State's on the roster that they need or do you are you using that as a reference to the inefficiencies or deficiencies of Mike Gundy as a recruiter I wouldn't necessarily say it's a deficiency of recruiting I think Spencer was a very high four-star coming in there uh, out of Dent Ryan if I remember correctly a few years ago he was redshirted uh, behind Cornelius and I think the 18th season um, obviously some fans wanted to see him obviously because that time, I believe they were like seven and six that year. So uh, there could definitely be an argument made that uh, maybe Sanders should have gotten uh, his feet underneath him during that year, that re- kind of rebuilding bridge year. Um, but, you, you know, with Gundy, I, I think some of the quarterback issues kind of do fall on his hands because in the grand scheme of things, he really does have say and control over that offense. I think some of the things they de- uh, did uh, schematically didn't necessarily fit Sensor's excuse me, Spencer Sanders game. Um, obviously they were trying to run some, some two tight end sets with them. And, and that's really not what Spencer does. Well, I think what they did in that bowl game against Miami in the cheese at bowl was kind of a bit more his forte, so to speak. Uh, they really kind of opened things off with open things up in the offense and kind of let kind of Spencer control the tempo of that game I think that was probably the most comfortable I've seen him since his first start back at against Oregon State in the 2019 season. But um, I, I think it kind of does fall at the feet of Mike Gundy. I'm not going to say that's going to define uh, Mike's career or anything like that or going to be his downfall because I think the trajectory for Spencer Sanders is still uh, very high for me at this point. Uh, but obviously we'll see what happens moving forward. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting pieces around the Big 12 moving forward, be it, you know, new faces within coaching staffs or incoming recruits. Uh, Obviously, we can talk about Spencer Rattler's second season coming up. Um, But, you know, I I, want to see who takes over in, you know, Austin. Um, The Kansas State quarterback situation this year was a little weird. I think Daigie has another year left in West Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Texas Tech's, you know, blend of four and a half quarterbacks, it seemed like, that they cycled in this year. You know, I'd love that Bowman kid. He just, he has to stay healthy. Um, He's a big bodied guy with a strong arm, thinks he can take all the hits, and uh, sometimes it hurts a lot more. So 
but well uh you know as we wrap the show up here and head towards you know the outer parts of the show here Derek I wanted to make sure that you know I extend the platform back out to you to you know plug and plug and plug away for Heartland and whatever else you know it is you are working on I know you're a busy guy and you know again I told you I'd say it a couple of times but thanks again so much for coming on for this uh, you know curation of content um, it is an honor of mine, you know, like I said, I'm a big fan and intaker of, you know, your content as well as Heartlands. So, uh, thanks again, man. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's hear some more about where we can find you for the listeners. Uh, you can find me, uh, on Twitter at Derek Duke 25. Um, obviously, uh, writing everything for Heartland in terms of football. Um, we have a great uh, great staff on hand. Obviously, we've, we've mentioned Pete Mundo a few times, the owner and operator. Um, if you're a Big 12 basketball fan, I highly recommend you follow Matthew Postens. That's at Postens Postcard. Uh, I would dare you to find anybody better on the planet that does Big 12 basketball coverage than him. Uh, he is, you know, eat, breathe, and sleep <laughs> Big 12 basketball. He does a great job for us. Uh, you know, he's even been, I think the last few years, they've been up to Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, <laughs> this year with the Big 12 tournament if we have one. Uh, but he was at the last one, I believe, that got called uh, for COVID. And that was kind of really the last time we really saw uh, Big 12 sports for the year until we got the football season. Uh, but just wanted to plug him as well. He does a great job for us. Uh, I just mentioned, obviously, Heartland College Sports here really your go-to for all things Big 12 in terms of football, basketball, baseball. We try to do what we can to cover it all. And uh, like I said, we greatly appreciate um, any readers or listeners we have. Uh, we've seen quite a growth spurt over the years, and we want to continue to build that and grow that, obviously. Uh, the more we can grow that, the more kind of content and coverage we can have for you guys. So it is truly greatly appreciated uh, whenever we get feedback and uh, most of the feedback we get is always great. So that's always a plus. So uh, we do thank everybody. And uh, man, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And uh, anytime you uh, need anything, just give me a holler, man. Well, hey, man, I appreciate that. And yeah, um, like I said, uh, big fan of y'all's. And I can concur to the rest of the staff that you referenced to that Big 12 basketball content. Oh, man, like you said, ne- ne- second to none. Um, you know, and then y'all are a growing family. We're a growing family here. So make sure that you leave the criticisms and stuff the way you need to. And like you said, you're, y'all are getting feedbacks. And what we like to do here and say on the show is if you're going to leave a one-star review, you better tell us why. You know, we, we, we make sure to turn the heat right back on them. And, uh, you know, and all good fun, though. But, um, again, you know, it was Derek Duke from Heartland College Sports, uh, joining me today on the show. Uh, Huge, huge favor cashed in today, and I appreciate it. And um, at Derek Duke 25, and that's D-E-R-E-K, Duke 25 on Twitter. That's where you'll be able to find him. And then, of course, you'll find me at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter, at Hoopball Gaming uh, is where you'll find the show and everything as well. Go over to hoop-ball.com, check that premium stuff out, make sure to get your uh, analysis and such for all your needs, gambling, DFS, fantasy basketball. And then, you know, keep tuned. We'll be back, be back very shortly with more, more guests, more great content, more analysts, more breakdowns, 
more ways to win money. So don't forget those promo codes and don't forget to be safe. I'm sending you all of my good vibes and all of my good energies. And uh, we're going to roll on out of here. All right. Again, thank you, Derek. I appreciate you. Buddy. Thanks for having me on. Take care, everyone. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.